What's up, everybody? I'm Jalen Suits, the host of Sit Down with Swaggy Suits. And today, we're basically going to go over this crazy weekend of what we had in sports, going over the NFL, the trades, going over March Madness, and just, um, yeah, all these trades. So first, we're going to go with the Jalen Ramsey trade. So if you guys don't know, the uh, Las, Las Vegas, is it Las Vegas? Anyway, the Rams, they traded Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins. And I feel like the Dolphins are doing everything they can to get ahead and win a championship now. The goal for Miami is not to rebuild or anything. The goal is to win right now. And for the Dolphins, this definitely is a big pickup for them. Excuse my voice if I sound a little bad. I'm under the weather right now, so just bear with me. But I feel like the Dolphins are doing everything that they can to become a contender. And we all seen how they were last year with Tyreek Hill's first year there and Jalen Waddle becoming a superstar. The problem isn't the defense. The problem is going to come down to their quarterback, which is Tua. The problem is, can he stay healthy and can he stay consistent? Because as you see last year, when Miami Dolphins were hitting, they were hitting. Like, they looked really good. They were like one of the best teams in the NFL. But as soon as Tua got hurt, all that went downhill. And one thing that they need to do better is run the ball more consistently. Because when you have that run game and you have those speedy wide receivers, you just have weapons. But... What the defense need to do, I don't I don't understand where all this hate coming from that Jalen Ramsey still isn't an all-star uh, cornerback because he is. Jalen Ramsey can still get you interceptions, can still deny the ball, but I don't think Miami needs to use him as a shut down one side of the field because you have Xavier Howard on the other side. They need to experiment with Ramsey. They can use Ramsey just like Devo Samuel is used on the offensive side of the ball. I will put Ramsey everywhere because he's a ball hawk. So, on a couple of plays, you can put him on the outside and have him lock up one side of the field. For another position, you can have him on the nickel DB and just have him press. I want to see Jalen Ramsey get some safety action because he has an amazing talent of reading plays, and I just feel like his coverage and he doesn't look that strong, but Jalen Ramsey is strong. Jalen Ramsey is very strong, and we all know he can get picks. But I feel like his reading the plays, his ball, uh, his play recognition is something that needs to be used more. So far, so for Miami, I think they got a steal because all they gave away is a tight end and a third round pick. That is a steal for Jalen Ramsey. I don't know how the Rams gave him up for that. It looks like they just want to just get rid of him. And I don't know if it's like something going on behind closed doors or what, but I was very surprised that they just got rid of him for that. The Rams on the other side, they must be in a rebuilding process because they're losing everybody. Jalen Ramsey's gone. Uh, Floyd's going to be gone. It's like, man, who, who does who does the Rams have, you know? And, I mean, Matthew Stafford's going to come back, but – that team is just not the same as that championship team. And with Aaron Donald, it's like, man, like, what's going to happen with Aaron Donald? Because we haven't seen him play in a while. And all his weapons are, like, on the defensive side, it's gone, seemingly. So, that's going to be interesting to see if he 
request for a trade because if I was him, I would. I definitely would if he wants to win more rings. Another thing that happened this weekend is the Bears and Panthers trade. So the Panthers traded up with the Bears for the first round pick. And the Panthers got rid of DJ Moore. They traded DJ Moore to the Bears and got uh, and switched the picks out. And what the Bears received was, yeah, Bears received DJ Moore and they got the ninth pick, I believe. And the Panthers, they just traded up for the first, but they got rid of DJ Moore. This is my thing. The Panthers, you got rid of your number one wide receiver, first of all. So you're going to draft, we already know they're going to draft a rookie quarterback. Who is that rookie going to throw to? Like, you just took away the number one weapon that this wide receiver can have a chance with, you know? So unless they go pick somebody up in free agency, this trade was kind of like pointless to me because you're going to pick up a quarterback who's unexperienced in the NFL and doesn't have a number one target to throw to. So it's kind of like you putting them in the fire. Uh, man, it really looks like the Panthers are trying to is trying to get the, uh, Richardson out of Florida. That's what it looked like to me because he has that same build as Cam Newton. And we both knew the last first pick they had, it was Cam Newton. So it's like, it looks like they want to do that again because they love the way his frame is and all that. But it's also reports that they're interested in CJ Stroud. Now, Richardson did his thing in the combine, but you have to look at the tape. He He's not consistent. He's not consistent. And everybody can say the same thing for CJ Stroud, but CJ Stroud is a better thrower. C.J. Stroud is, like, more complete as a quarterback. Richardson is a straight athlete that plays the quarterback. Now, I'm not hating on Richardson because he can throw, but he can't throw as good as C.J. Stroud. And that's something that they need to look into. But the Bears, they're doing their thing. The Bears, they're doing their thing. I think the Bears won this trade because you had Justin Fields did his thing. And you got people forget they still have Chase Claypool. I didn't like Chase Claypool as a number one. He's not a number one receiver. So, DJ Moore, that that helps a lot. DJ Moore is number one. You have Chase Claypool. I really think that Darnell Mooney can have a breakout season. You put him in that slot because he's a small, fast, 50 wide receiver. So, if you put him in that slot, then he has more ability to have one-on-one coverages or to break through zones and don't have to go against your Jalen Ramsey's or your Xavier Howard's or your Trayvon Diggs. He have more opportunities to have better games and stack up numbers. So I think the Bears definitely won this trade. They just picked out uh picked up Edmonds from the Buffalo Bills. Like the Bears are making moves and they could be they could be something to to reckon with this next season. They could be something to reckon with. Especially how Aaron, everybody don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. I feel like if Aaron Rodgers was smart, he would go to the Jets because Green Bay don't want you no more. And why would you be somewhere that don't want you, you know? Like, he have a good opportunity with the Jets. They have a great defense. They have young weapons. Go to the Jets. It might not – it's not going to work in a year. If it works in a year, I'll be surprised. But this is something like it will take time, like a year or two, or if you get there now – Get more reps with them. 
But now, transitioning from that, we're going to talk about March Madness, y'all. So I went to the uh, the AAC tournament at Dickies Arena in Fort Worth, and I got to see Houston play, ECU play, Memphis play, uh, Cincinnati play, Tulsa play. Who am I missing? Who am I missing? I'm missing somebody else, but those were the big names to me. Those were the big names. Oh, Wichita State. Got to see them play, right? My sleeper pick, who can do some real damage in the March Madness, is Memphis, y'all. They look really good. They they look really good. Uh, Kendrick Davis is a dog. That dude is a straight beast. And he's underrated. And uh, Williams, too, uh, number 12 from Memphis. He's really nice. That dynamic right there. Who did they? They played. It was that first game they played. I think they played Tulane. No. No, they didn't. They played Tulane the second game. But it was the first game, the semifinals. They played. I'm going to have to look it up. But I forgot who they played. But check this out. In the second half. Davis and Williams combined for eight, no, 38 consecutive points. Nobody else scored but them two. And it was for a consecutive of 38 points. That is wild. That is wild. And they just look really motivated. They play the game right. They play together as a team. The one thing that will stop them is if one of them have a bad game. If one of them have a bad game, it's not going to be good for them. Or if something like if a team sets them down, nobody else is scoring, really, truly. You have to watch them two because you'll rather just set them two down and worry about the other team scoring and getting theirs. Houston was there. Everybody knows he used to play Memphis in the championship game. Uh, Cesar went down with an injury. But even before he went down, they did not just they didn't look that good to me. In all honesty, they did not look that good to me. They're the number one well, they were the number one team in the nation. They only lost two games before that one, so they lost three total games with a record of thirty one and three. They're the first seed in the Midwest. They first opponent in uh March of Madness is Northern Kentucky. They need these games. They they really need these games. Like that Northern Kentucky game, they need that game to find themselves because they did not play that good at the tournament. And although Cesar got hurt, that first game where he didn't get hurt versus East Carolina, they looked very suspect. Like that whole first half and really, they start to pull off that second half, but East Carolina kept cutting it closer and closer until they finally pulled away. And... I was like, I was watching. Them. I was like, man, this is the number one team in the nation. Like, are you serious? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I re- they are a good team, but the way that they played, they did not look that good. And we all know, well, you never know anything can happen. But I believe Houston will beat Northern Kentucky, and Houston will then have to play Iowa or Auburn, and that's that's going to shake them up. That that's not gonna be an easy game. That is not gonna be an easy game at all. So games that I'm looking at in this first round, that can be a little mix up. Is yeah, first that Iowa and Auburn game. That's gonna be a really, really good game. Um, 
so far, I'm looking at the the little bracket right now. The Michigan State and USC would be a really good game. The Tennessee and Louisiana game. That's the game you want to look out for. Tennessee and Louisiana. That game happens March 16th. That is going to be a very, very good game. Uh, Memphis is, has the eighth seed, and they're in the East Division in this. I'm telling y'all, that's going to be something to mess with because if Memphis wins that game, they're going to have to play Purdue or Texas Southern or FDU. I feel like Purdue will have to play Texas Southern, and then Purdue will play Memphis in the next round. That's going to be a tough matchup for Purdue. Because Purdue is all right, the number one, but I'm not really that impressed with them either. I'm really not. But who I have going to the final four is this. I have Alabama representing the South. They look really good. Brandon Miller looks really good. But the team, they just have they just have real good depth on the team. Like they can put in anybody with their length and their defense. They they just have weapons all around. And when this team get to hitting the three ball. You ain't stopping them. You're not stopping them. So I have Alabama coming out the south, right? The east, this is where things get difficult. This is where things get difficult, man. Uh, The east, I got Marquette coming out. Or Duke. Is it going to be one of them two? Marquette or Duke coming out the east. Heading over to the west, I got Kansas. The only competition Kansas have, UConn and UCLA out that west. Those are some teams they got to watch out for. And in the Midwest, I don't have Houston going to the Final Four, y'all. I don't. I really, really don't. Coming out the Midwest, I would say I have maybe Texas. Texas or it's going to be Texas or Houston. Yeah, it's going to be Texas or Houston, man. Like the Midwest side of the bracket don't look that don't look that bad. Like it don't look like it should be that difficult to, you know, get to the final four for Houston. Speaking of for Houston, but I mean, I got I think I got Texas, man. I got Texas coming out the Midwest. If they play real good, like I know they can, that's what I got. I got Texas out the Midwest. In the West, I got Kansas. In the East, it's going to be out of Marquette and Duke. If I had to take somebody, I would take Duke. And in the South, I got Alabama. Uh, coming, uh, Moving along from March of Madness, Jimmy Garoppolo just got traded to the Las Vegas Raiders. And I'm just looking at this like, what are the Raiders doing? You let go of Derek Carr for Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, don't get me wrong. Jimmy Garoppolo is an okay quarterback, but he's not better than Derek Carr. Your number one wide receiver came to you guys for Derek Carr. And you're just going to get rid of him for Jimmy Garoppolo? Now your wide receiver one is not happy at all. It has the right to be. And then second of all, Jimmy Garoppolo isn't going to get you what you want to. Jimmy Garoppolo is not leading you to no Super Bowl. I don't care what y'all say. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. I just don't think it was smart for the Raiders to do this. I don't get it. 
Like, why would you get rid of Derek Carr, who's going to the New Orleans Saints, if you guys didn't know? That would be interesting. That would be interesting. But why would you get rid of him to go to Jimmy Garoppolo? Who the Raiders should have been thinking about is Lamar Jackson. I don't understand why Lamar Jackson is getting all this hate. He's getting all this hate. And he was a uh, unanimous MVP. We're acting like Lamar Jackson can't play football. Lamar Jackson is a straight dog who can throw the ball. Like this whole notion that he can't throw the ball has to stop because that man can throw the ball. And it's getting getting ridiculous. Like Baltimore, get that man his money, man. Or somebody come pick him up. Somebody come pick him up. Because I thought that he could have went to Miami. But they already extended Tua, so that crosses that out. But in reality, I think he, I think Baltimore put him in a position where he has to stay in Baltimore. Like, staying in Baltimore is his best option. And, I mean, it's, it's not going to get no better unless a team just surprisingly just offer, you know. So, I hope they get him some weapons. Y'all know I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, and they ain't doing nothing. Uh. It's rumored that they looking at DeAndre Hopkins. That's going to be interesting. But it's the Dallas Cowboys we're talking about, so they probably won't do nothing. But, yeah, guys, sorry for my voice again. I just want to get on here and make a little episode. Uh, tell me who y'all guys think going to go, uh, take it all to March of Madness. My Instagram is Swaggy Suits, SW. A-G-G-Y-S-H-O-O-T-S. Give me a DM. Tell me who you think going to take it all the way in March Madness. But that's all I have to say for this episode. We're going to continue to come back with more episodes and have more interviews for y'all. But once again, I'm Jalen Suits. I am the host of Sit Down with Swaggy Suits. Y'all be blessed. I love y'all. Have a good one. Peace.